Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of A Pinball Podcast. It is October 2nd at 10 a.m., and I am ready to get this show on the road. We're going to talk about Jersey Jack Pinball a little bit. We're going to discuss Avengers LE just a little bit, very briefly. And then we're going to also discuss some different news tidbits dealing with online tournaments. And uh, yeah, so let's just get this show on the road, shall we? It is basically the third day that we hopefully are going to receive some sort of information from Jersey Jack based on the sixth game that they have coming out. Now, if you've been paying attention online for the past few days, they've done various bits of marketing to where apparently they're doing their own version of the five days of whatever. And we all know that there was a five days of Deep Root, and now this is apparently is going to be the five days of Jersey Jack. So. It was roughly about nearly 48 hours now that they released a a picture of Eric, who's the designer of this next game that we don't know yet, but hence Guns N' Roses, most likely, obviously. But they showed the playfield, at least the underside of the playfield. So it gave us a little bit of an indication about what is going on on the game itself. So that was a cool tease. And then yesterday's tease included Eric overlooking what looked to be multiple upper playfield mechs on the line. So that's really the information that we have to go off of. Obviously, there's other people, other podcasters that are aware of what is going on in terms of the playfield, in terms of the mechs, in terms of video. At least there's claims out there, you know, from Canada himself. And I thought I saw Kerry Hardy post earlier on YouTube that he's not going to be doing a video about the the play field or about the underside of the play field because I guess apparently he has also seen it. Now, yours truly, <clears throat> excuse me, has not seen anything. I, I have no idea. I'm going just as dark as everybody else is on this. And I have actively chosen, I looked at the first picture of the play field and yeah, it gets me excited and everything, but I haven't taken the time to break it down and figure it out because I figure it's going to be out soon enough. And it by all, you know, everything that's pointed to, it's going to be October 5th when this is shown, which is going to be on uh, Monday. And I don't know what time it's going to be exactly. Just know that it's going to be on Monday. Now, the conclusion that I can draw on this, just based off the picture of showing the upper playfield mechs, is that there's machines that are built. Obviously, there's going to be machines that are built. Them releasing it on Monday, my speculation as has been a couple of uh, months ago or about a month ago on this podcast is I was thinking that they most likely would have machines ready to go, which I think is very intelligent to do, especially when you are trying to cash in immediately on the hype. I, you know, I'm not a big fan of that two week window. Granted, that's a quick turnaround. Not a big fan of that. I'm definitely not a big fan of the several month or a year wait. So, you know, I, if they go this route, which I hope they do, I think that that would be highly intelligent to do. And I personally fully expect us to see a working Jersey Jack game six slash guns and roses at somebody's house by this time next week. You know, and I think that's the best way to really cash in on the hype train at the top at, at the very peak of that. I think that's the best way to do it. If you put out, you know, all the pinball machine or you do your marketing, you show it in its final form, and then boom, you're like, this is on sale now. Let's get going. And I think that that would be incredibly intelligent. And it 
it looks like that's the direction they're going to go with this just based off the pictures of seeing something on the line and i think that's highly intelligent to do really intelligent to do if it's not the day of i would expect it to be at least within the week that makes so much more sense to me now that being said what is my honest opinion on what this game could be now again i don't know because i haven't seen it i know people that have seen it i haven't asked to see it and you know and i'm perfectly fine with that i will say i am personally cautiously optimistic i i'm excited for it i'm not hyped for it and there's several reasons for that number one i'm not a huge guns and roses fan i'm a mid-30s minority i it's not really i don't think i'm the demographic that guns and roses goes toward now that being said i could be totally wrong i know they're big international and everything but it just it doesn't speak to me now if the game is fun i'll play it i'll definitely play it another reason why i'm just cautiously optimistic because Willy Wonka, I got really hyped for that. And I hate that theme. I'm not a Willy Wonka fan. I had to watch that way too many times when I was in kindergarten. My daycare teacher, the whole nine yards, they all scarred me for life because I had to watch that film with those Oompa Loompas week in and week out. Let me tell you, you want to give nightmares to a four to six year old? That's how you do it right there. So I wasn't a big fan of that theme, but I was really excited at the idea of great pinball, you know, and when Canada came out talking about that game, and I'm talking about Willy Wonka right now, I, you know, he was over the moon for it. And that naturally got me and a lot of others really hyped. And then once I got to actually see the machine and play it, I was just kind of like, huh, <laughs> you know, I just, I didn't get that feeling of this is, this is great. I mean, it was okay. I, I don't think it was terrible by any means. It just wasn't a pen for me. And so, you know, judging by the people that have been, have been talking about how excited and how hyped they are for this game and knowing what they prefer with the game, it kind of doesn't match up with what I get excited about pinball. Now, that being said, that doesn't mean that these two things aren't going to come together. This could be one of the greatest games ever put out. You know, it, it, quite, it quite possibly might be. But every game, every game leading up could always quite possibly be that. And I won't know. You won't know until we actually see it. But I hope, I hope that it matches even half of the hype that people are starting to put out there. Now, moving forward with this, I do also believe, though, fully that this pen for Jersey Jack is probably the most important pinball release for them ever. And I think that this is probably the most important pinball release probably in the past decade. Now, some people, you know, we could argue back and forth about what the most important release actually is, but the reason why I think that this one is the most important release of any company in the past decade is mainly because this to me signals the start of a new era, a new phase for Jersey Jack. I think that this will set the precedent moving forward to when future releases are going to be and how they're going to be. Now, whether that's for other companies in the industry, who knows? But speaking specifically for Jersey Jack or about Jersey Jack, I think that this will show their cards in terms of how they want to present their company, how they want to present their brand, and where are they going as a company moving forward? Are they going to be the type of company that will 
show off a pen and then take months at a time to get it out? Will they be the type of company that will show it off and get it out nearly immediately? And also, are they going to be the type of company that can put out more volume? Are they going to, are they going to be able to put out more themes? Like I would really like to see them be able to put out at least two themes a year, every six months. I think that would be the perfect time around September, October, around March, April. I think some, sometimes around there, I think that that, that time frame works out really well. And it, it enables you to get your line in order and it enables you to get some sort of consistency to continue growing, growing your brand. So I'm very interested to see how that plays out. And I have to think me personally, I would think that them taking this long to finally reveal this pin. And I've speculated about this in the past in previous podcasts. I personally would like to think that most likely it's just them making sure their line is completely in order. It's to wait for the dust to settle with everybody else releasing games. It's to get their own, their own little bubble of hype that they can produce. Because, you know, I was telling somebody this just the other day, you don't see summer blockbusters trying to schedule on top of each other. They tend to try to avoid each other. And naturally this makes a lot of sense for them to wait at least a month after Avengers was, was shown. I forget the exact time frame that is, but obviously they were waiting a little bit after that. I don't even know if they even cared what Deep Root was going to show. And, you know, Hot Wheels has already been months ago at this point. So that just seemed to be the one big thing that they were going to work on avoiding, and that's releasing directly against Stern. Because to me, that wouldn't make any sense either, because they need to basically put themselves in the best spot to be the clear number two. And I think they, they're already there. I just think they need to solidify that even more because if they can solidify a clear number two and make that gap between them and Spooky, them and American Pinball even bigger, I think you're going to see that Jersey Jack becomes very relative to this conversation to a lot of people that have never owned or even flipped a Jersey Jack pin before. I mean, I would seriously consider getting a Jersey Jack Guns N' Roses pen, if it plays up to expectations, I definitely would. If it has the awesome light show, if it has the awesome audio, if it all seems to come together, I could see myself doing that. And that's even if I'm not even hyped about a theme. I mean, flat out, I have an Iron Maiden right behind me. And there's several reasons why, and it's a, it's a limited edition. There's several reasons why I got that day one, and none of them were based on theme. Zero was based on theme. And there's a lot of reasons why people buy pins. And one of my reasons why I will get a pen is if I see that the code is well thought out, if it really looks like it's all coming together, and if the shot geometry is something that is super exciting. And that's what I want to see out of this. I want to be able to see a pen to where I can attack it from three or four different angles. I want to see a pen in which the code is deep enough to where I won't necessarily figure out the game from day one, or I won't be relegated to just having to play the pen one certain way in order to achieve a high score. Because personally, I don't find it fun to play a, a pen, even if the rule set is super wide. If it's not deep, I don't find myself having fun because I don't have any reason to play to play it any other way except for the way that gets points. Because I don't know about you guys, 
I don't like doing a lot of flips and doing a lot of modes and doing a lot of multi-balls and then not seeing any reward for hitting all those shots that shows up on the DMD or on the, the screen showing my score. So that's just kind of the way I am. Everybody else, play your games the way you can. That's just me. But hopefully this all will come to fruition. I'm excited to see what they have. I, my curiosity is peaked. But again, I am cautiously optimistic. And it's funny because I've talked to several other people that feel the same exact way. Cautiously optimistic. Now, it's, it has nothing to do with thinking, oh, they're going to screw this up. It has nothing to do with, oh, this is going to be a letdown. It has everything to do with, we just simply don't know. And there's a lot of people that claim to know, and I trust that they probably do know, but at the same time, based on, based on anything else, it's easy to get super hyped about something when you're excited about a theme, when you're excited about potential, it is really easy to get hyped about it. I've done the same exact thing. I did it with Avengers because I'm a huge Avengers fan. You know, I've done it with Turtles, huge Turtles fan. It's, it's natural. It is, it is natural to do that, but because, because a lot of us aren't necessarily GNR fans, but we are pinball fans. We're approaching this with cautious optimism and hopefully it works out. I am excited to see what's going to come out and then we can have more stuff to talk about besides just speculation. All right. So moving ahead. I do have my Avengers infinity quest LE that should be here at any moment now uh i talked to zach mini just yesterday and the game i think was either built or shipped on september 30th which was this past wednesday my oldest son's birthday by the way happy belated birthday to you jackson not saying i did i celebrate his birthday people it's i'm just telling him this in case he watches it he loves being shouted out on here and i do it i don't do it enough i do it very rarely a happy birthday jackson by the way lovely kid so we're supposed to get the pen pretty soon. Uh, as far as I know, it's in Texas right now, stuck on a uh, railroad. That's what FedEx told me. It's supposed to be coming up here to Oklahoma City today, I believe, but I don't think I'm gonna be able to get it delivered today. And that hurts my soul. It is Friday and I'm not gonna be able to play a brand new pinball machine all weekend long. This is, I mean, it's, First world problems written all over it, obviously. I mean, I know there's people weeping everywhere for me about that. It's just, and don't blame you. I'm just as disappointed as you are. But no, in all seriousness, I wish I could get my hands on it. I'm trying to do anything I can to get it delivered today. I've even offered to go to the dock myself and go pick it up. I don't know if they're going to go for that. So unfortunately, it looks like I'm going to be in a position to where I know that the pen is here in the city, no more than 10, 15 miles away, and it's going to sit there until at least Monday, and it probably won't even be picked up until Monday afternoon. And then it's not even going to be scheduled for delivery until Tuesday. So this is just waiting. I'm playing the waiting game right now, which, which hurts because I see everybody else getting their LEs in. I see them all flipping a new pinball machine, and this is like, I mean, for me, this is one of the top things outside of anything to do with my family. This is for me on a personal level. It's one of the most fun times I have is getting to bring in a new pinball machine, getting to unbox it, getting to see my kids react to it. Those are memories that I cherish. and I really love because I have this thing to where I personally, I never flip 
the pinball machine first. I just rotate through my kids. I say, okay, you guys will all go first and they'll usually play it for a couple hours before I even touch it. And so that's something that I enjoy doing with them because I love sharing a hobby that I am so passionate about and I thoroughly enjoy with my children. That's a very important thing to me. So hopefully we get it in today. If not, hopefully Monday, if not Monday, hopefully Tuesday, and I don't lose my freaking mind from having to wait so long. Huh. Okay, enough of that. I, I do hear it's a great game. Everybody, all the reviews coming in, everybody's saying it's great, which I generally assume just seeing it be played myself by Elwin, by Raymond Davidson. And I haven't watched anything else to do with Avengers. I watched uh, Ray's stream probably about a week and a half ago now. If you want to check out his Twitch stream, I believe it's uh, Ray Day Pinball that he's on there. And I think he put it up on YouTube also, quite possibly under the same name. I don't know for sure, but it's on there. And if you want to see him explain out some of the rules, I, I think it's really helpful. I learned a lot just watching that. But outside of that, I've stopped watching anything else to do with it. I watched the tournament at the Bang Back Bar. I think that's what's called, Fred. I hope I'm right on that, to where they hosted a um, an event for a launch event for the game. And so that's uh, that's practically the last time I watched it. And it was it was exciting to see it. The game looks like it flips well. It looks like it's fun. But other than that, I I've rarely checked out anything else. I've tried to wait so that way I could just experience it myself. There is a full rule set out right now, a PDF file that you can find on Stern somewhere on there. I don't have the exact link in front of me, but it's literally a 25 or 26 page PDF file. I mean, this bad boy is a novel. Usually I can chew through rules pretty quick, even the complicated ones, just because of the way that my mind works, I can figure it out pretty quick. But this, I'm just kind of like, I need to take a step back real quick and really, really just wait and go through it. Cause I feel like I need to see the play field right next to it. I need to have my iPad and then just gradually go, go through and figure it out. And I plan on putting out a video here in a couple of weeks, like a full review and everything. And then another video to where we'll really go in depth with the rules. And I'll have plenty of content coming out pretty soon. That's not podcast related, but is entirely YouTube related to where we'll figure out exactly what is going on with the game, tips, tricks, rule set, things to look for, things to consider. And we'll go through all of that because I'm sure other people start figuring out their basic way of playing it. And we'll get, we'll be able to get a lot more information coming very soon. All right. So the other thing, the last thing to really talk about right now is there was a tournament announcement a couple of days ago, I believe actually on Wednesday, I think is when it came out. And Carl D'Angelo was the one that announced it. And this is a event that's called Pin Clash. And so what is Pin Clash, you ask? Well, Pin Clash is a free to enter remote single elimination head-to-head -head pinball tournament for pinball streamers. And that's directly from IE Pinball. They, you can find this, all the information on it at pinclashtourney.com. And this thing is supposed to be happening on December 5th at 3 p.m. Eastern. It's, and yeah, I'm aware I say Eastern weird. It's an Oklahoma accent, all right? I've been getting crap about my accent. Back off, people, especially my wife. She gives me crap about it all the time. But it's a, uh, it's a single elimination head-to-head -head pinball tournament. I think everybody has up until the 18th to, of October, by the way, 
to enter it. I know that the prize is a $1,000 prize. Additional prizes are still to be determined based on sponsorships and donations. And so if you guys are interested in entering that, just email uh, Carl at iepinball at gmail.com or you can go to pinclashtourney.com. It's something to me, I, I'm gonna watch it for sure. I don't think I'm gonna play in it. I've had a couple of people ask me about that. It's honestly, it's not really something that I'm interested in simply because it's, well, one, it's head to head. And I've made it apparent that I, I'm not a big head to head fan. I mean, I'll, I'll watch it. I don't personally enjoy playing in that though. And then the other part is, is I'm just, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm kind of, I just don't want to play online tournaments. It just, I, I miss the real deal. And I know this is kind of the hand that we're dealt with right now. And I'm glad that other people are putting on the online components for the people that want to play in it. And it gives everybody something to do, which is incredibly awesome. Just for me, I, I just, I think on this one, I just prefer to be a spectator. I think I'd have a lot more fun doing that than uh, trying to do an online tournament. I just, I miss the, I miss the live tournaments, guys. I miss being able to go to, to events. I miss being able to talk to people in person. I mean, a lot of people that I converse with, it's either by phone, by text, or by Facebook Messenger. And that's really the extent of me being able to talk to anybody in the pinball industry. So I really do miss being able just to go to events or tournaments and see somebody face to face and actually have a conversation because I'm, I'm truthfully, that's the type of person I am. I prefer face to face interaction and I love talking to people. I love meeting people. I love hearing different people's experiences, you know, how their pinball community is or how they, they grew up around pinball or how they got into the hobby or what their favorite game is. That's all things that I'm highly interested in. And I miss that and hopefully it, hopefully it comes back pretty soon, but obviously this year complete wash. And I think I'm kind of coming to the conclusion that possibly into the spring is going to be a complete wash as well. But I am talking to uh, Mr. Josh Sharp himself about coming onto the podcast as a guest here pretty soon. And we might dig into that a little bit. We'll see. I'll, I'll, we'll talk about what he's comfortable talking about, which for him, I'm pretty sure it's about anything. But yeah, hopefully tournaments can start back up pretty soon, sanctioned tournaments and all that. I don't know too much about what's going on with that, but I just, for the pinball industry in general, I really do hope moving forward that there are more things like this, like the, uh, the pin clash turning. I hope that there's more online components that allows people to stay involved in the way that they want to stay involved with the community. I think that that's a great thing. Whether I want to do it or not, doesn't matter. I think that that's an entirely great thing. And I know, um, I know a lot of people are doing that early on. I know Deadflip was doing that at the beginning with, you know, trying to put together multiple streams all into one. I don't know how he did that. Kudos to him. That sounds insanely complicated. And I imagine that that's a, a lot of hours of banging your head against the desk. So Jack, kudos to you for doing that. And like I said, it's great that Stern did their, their tournament the other day. And it's great that Carl's doing this. I think people out there are doing outstanding stuff for the community and I'm happy to see it. But guys, outside of that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. If you guys are listening to this on October 2nd on Friday, you guys have an awesome weekend. If you're listening to this in the future, you just have an awesome day in general. Uh, outside of that, if you got questions, comments, or anything, you guys can contact me at apinballpodcast at gmail.com. But that's about all I got, guys. So enjoy your weekend, and I will talk to you guys soon. Later, guys.